Hey gang, what's going on? And welcome to Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. As always, I'm your host, K.A. And on today's episodes, since it's October and Halloween's just around the corner, we're going to talk about some places in Las Vegas and surrounding areas that are claimed to be haunted. But as always, before we get started, make sure to hit that like button, click the subscribe tab, and also click the notification bell so you can stay up to date when we drop new episodes. So let's go ahead and get started on today's Halloween-themed episode of Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. We're going to go to Rhyolite Ghost Town and we're going to talk about the Bullfrog Rhyolite Cemetery. Rhyolite Ghost Town was a ghost town which is located right outside of Death Valley National Park. It's a really cool old school ghost town. There's still building structures there. I've been there twice now. Definitely recommend checking out. The Bullfrog Rhyolite Cemetery says nothing more than creepy old western ghost town cemetery. And I'll tell you what, located just slightly south of the town, cemetery is notable for many old century wooden headboards right out of wild west desert and scenery. The Bullfrog Rhyolite Cemetery, though, is also shared by two towns. And not much is known about who's actually buried there. And that's what makes it such a unique and weird place to visit. Although a few tombstones do contain last names and dates, but in fact, many of them are unmarked. I had visited there and we put a couple pictures up. It's weird because you're walking around this ghost town in the middle of the desert and it's quiet. When we were there, it was in the middle of the day. We'd just gotten back from doing a morning trip to Death Valley and it was getting hot. My wife and I are walking around the grave sites. It's really cool. We're taking pictures. I certainly do believe that there's something else out there, but I'm not the kind of person to say that I saw a ghost. It was just really weird because when we were down there, the air temperature was a lot different. I can tell you that. And it was just sort of creepy. And when I took a couple of pictures, nothing weird happened there, but you just had this uneasy feel even in the middle of the day it probably was just me just because the way the ambience was of this old ghost town i can't say enough if you go to death valley or you're in that surrounding area go check it out it is one of the coolest little ghost towns you can find next on our list we're going to talk about the famous mob museum which is located downtown right off fremont street and if you're interested in the colorful mob history of las vegas which i am Make sure to check it out. Known as the National Museum of Organized Crime and Law Enforcement, the Mob Museum is located in the former courthouse of downtown Las Vegas, where many local mobsters, prosecutors, judges, of course, are reported to be haunting this establishment. Now, folks, if you're downtown, make a day trip to go there. It doesn't take long to get through there. I've been there now about four times. I love the Mob Museum. You go there once, you can't get all the information out. Is it haunted? I could certainly see it being haunted. One time I was walking and I definitely thought I heard some people talking. I thought it might have been an audio thing, but I was in a part of the room where there was just exhibits and there was no audio feedback and I didn't hear anything, but I swear I heard somebody talking in the corner and there was no one there. It was definitely a weird experience for me. I love the Mob Museum. Please go check it out. For those of you that love 
to read about famous celebrity hauntings. And you remember the show Sanford and Son. We're going to talk about Red Fox's house, which is located in Henderson. Red Fox was basically best known for his portrayal of Fred G. Sanford on the hit running 70s sitcom Sanford and Son. He was also a longtime Las Vegas resident. Basically, the theory states the ghosts of Red Fox is still angry. They lost his dwelling due to the IRS dues of him owing a whopping $755,000 in back taxes. Past visitors to the Fox house have allegedly witnessed doors opening and closing on their own, light switches going on and off by themselves, and other ghostly phenomena. Which sounds really cool, and I've driven by the property. It's definitely a really cool place. It's really cool just to say, like, hey, there's Red Fox. He lived there once. Definitely drive by there. However, I will let you know the former residence is now a realty firm and is not open to the general population anymore. But who knows, if you drive by there late at night, maybe you'll get a glimpse of Red Fox peeking his head out the window or some lights flipping on and off. Who knows? But definitely uh, check it out if you're in that area. But again, always follow the ordinance and don't just go in there barging in and looking for a ghost of Red Fox because it is a private property now. And finally today, one of my favorite places in Las Vegas I read about this and I was instantly hooked on this story because it's a crazy story. This is the Fox Ridge Park in Henderson, Nevada. Once again, must be something going on out there in Henderson with the ghosts. No, not really. Basically, a little history. On the outside, the Fox Ridge Park looks like a regular old city park. And it does. There's a school next to it. It has all the basketball, grilling courts, and all that. However, the story goes that one night, a kid was playing, walked across the street, got hit by a drunk diver, and died. Very tragic story. And then throughout the years, weird things started happening, such as you would hear voices. The big thing with this park is the swing set. People have claimed to have gone there at night, and see one of the swings when there's no wind going there, just moving up and down their own. Other sites have seen the kid actually swinging. And when people have gone up asking why he's out so late, the kid turns and has red eyes and kind of turns into a demonic form. Some people believe that there is a demonic force haunting that particular area, which when I heard that, I was like, oh, that, this really excites me just because I love that kind of stuff. And they've also heard disembodied voices, the whole gamut of paranormal activity. If you're out there, I've been there twice now, both times during the day, gone to the site where the swing is and one of the other areas, I think the bathroom, they say they hear things and things moving there. I didn't have any experience nor did I feel any weird presence, but I've read online that a lot of people have had any. If you go on YouTube and type it in, you see some really cool things. Now, if they're doctors or real, I don't know. I'm always a skeptic with that stuff. I love this story. This is one of my favorite Las Vegas ghost stories about possessions, demonic presence, all that kind of stuff. So if you're around, definitely check it out. It's well worth the trip. So that's it for today's episode. And before we get going, I want to give a shout out to where I got some of this information. I'll include the links below. Westgate Resorts and InYourState.com have some really cool articles where you can find stuff like this. So definitely check that out. And as always, make sure 
to click that like button on the way out. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Leave a comment whether you like this episode or not. Doesn't matter to me. I, I like. I really want to get better at bringing you guys content that you want to hear about. Again, like I said in some of my intro pieces, we're about history, but we're also about having fun. So while we're going to talk about some of the history of sites, you know, there'll be some episodes coming up where I might share some stories with you guys, give you guys some tips. And we're going to run the gamut because it is talking Vegas all day. Leave any suggestions that you might want to see in the future. And again. Thanks for stopping by and joining me today. So we'll see you next time on Talking Vegas all day with me, K.A. You guys take care. Hey, gang, what's going on? And welcome to Talking Vegas all day with K.A. I'm your host, K.A., and we're going to continue today in our second part of our very special Halloween bonus episodes of Talking Vegas all day with K.A. And today we're going to talk about two more properties on the Las Vegas Strip that are deemed to be haunted. All right, this is a follow-up from yesterday's episode, so make sure to check that one out as well. But before we get started, make sure to hit that like button, click subscribe, and punch that notification bell so that you can keep up to date on when we drop new episodes. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. First on our list today, we're going to talk about the Aladdin. Now, today's theme is hotels and casinos that are no longer around. The Aladdin is still around, but it's under a different name, and that name, of course, is Planet Hollywood. But because it was built a long time ago, initially it was called the Aladdin, it's had some unique haunted happenings. And this occurs even to today. This room that I'm going to talk about is still considered haunted. And that room is the Panorama Suite, or they call it the Paranormal Suite. All right, now the Paranormal Suite, you have to ask for, obviously. But the reason they call it that is numerous guests have claimed to be woken up in the middle of the night to hear knockings and tappings on the door as somebody is trying to get in. They've heard the locks picked, handles shining, and when they've gone to investigate, there is no one out in the hallway. They've also heard people talking or whispering in and out of the room in the hallways, claim to have seen things disappear from the room only to turn up in another spot. So some spooky things going on in the paranormal suite or panorama suite. They claim that other areas of the hotel are also haunted. And this, of course, comes from hauntedrooms.com, where I was doing a little bit of my investigation. And also another website called Haunted Places. Again, I'll put those links in the description below so you can check them out. Another little fun place that is no longer there. In fact, now I believe it's a parking lot, but I believe the convention center has some other plans for it. And that is the Riviera. We all know the Riviera. Lots of famous people have come and gone. It's had mob ties. And that seems to be the biggest reason why people feel that this particular site when it was standing was haunted. Also, if you guys watch uh, TV, you know the show Ghost Adventures, obviously. And they did a couple uh, episodes. I think they did two where they came and explored it while it was still in operation. And they, they saw some things. Of course, Zach Baggins has a very awesome haunted museum site. 
in Las Vegas. I recommend you check that out as well. But uh, some of the stories there is, first one is the ghost of Frank Sinatra. This was one of his final places that he performed toward the twilight of his career and his days on this earth. And apparently the penthouse suite in which he used to host big parties and hang out at is apparently at the time was reportedly haunted. People would see things moving in their room, things disappear, lights going on and off. People have even seen the ghost of old blue eyes apparently just standing there in the corner hanging out they said he was non-violent very just kind of relaxed making sure again keeping that party alive atmosphere there and and people said that they felt no fear or anything just kind of shocked that they would see this ghost apparition right there and a lot of people again believe it was the ghost of frank sinatra a couple other things they would hear typical noises going up and down the hallway lights going on and off at weird spots throughout the hotel cold spots orbs phones ringing no one's on the other line static through the radios just a lot of your typical paranormal things but this was apparently a very haunted spot during the time now i actually have stayed at the riviera twice both times for business trips and conventions and i can tell you i always enjoyed the riviera it was really cool old school because it really didn't change much from the time it was built to the time it was torn down so you always kind of had that old school feel of vegas which i always love that's why i love downtown so much but the one time I was there, I had a weird story that I, I'm sure you can explain, but I always felt it was weird. It was uh, my second to last day there. I was getting ready to go out for the kind of big end of the event. And I thought I turned off all the lights when I left the room and I had forgotten my cell phone. So I went back upstairs to get it. And when I came back in, the light was on in the bathroom. And I was like, huh, that's odd. Got my cell phone, turned off all the lights. And this time I was like, yeah, I definitely remember turning off the light. Got back up to my room late, went in the door, and the light in the bathroom was on. And this time, the water was running. And it wasn't like a full blast. Somebody just pulled it up. It was just dripping. It was like trip, trip, trip. Now, again, you can explain it to faulty plumbing and maybe some electrical things. But I just remember, okay, that's odd. Turned it off, went to bed, got up the next day. And when I got up, the light was back on. It was just the weirdest little thing. Again, could have been an electrical thing. I don't know. Who knows? It could have been a ghost of Frank Sinatra. I doubt it. So that's it for today on Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to hit like on your way out and leave a comment. Always love to hear from you guys. And also remember, we are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So make sure that you follow us there as well. As Sometimes I like to reach out to you guys and interact as well through there. Thanks for stopping in, and we'll see you next time on Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hey, gang, welcome to Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. I'm your host, K.A., and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Talking Vegas. Today, we're going to discuss two properties located on the Las Vegas Strip that were deemed haunted. These two properties have some ghost and paranormal activity, and I wanted to discuss them. This is going to be part of a three-part video that's going to lead us right into Halloween. So happy Halloween, everybody. 
before we get started, make sure to click like, hit subscribe, and punch that notification bell so you can get up-to-date information when we drop new episodes like this. So let's go ahead and get started. First property we are going to talk about today is the Luxor. Now you guys all know about the Luxor, the famous pyramid-shaped hotel and casino located on the Strip. Well, believe it or not, it is rumored to be haunted. Some say that two to seven construction workers died during the construction of this site. And there are reports that two to three continue to haunt the hotel to this day. Because of the shape of the hotel, many believe this hotel to be cursed due to secret Egyptian powers. The powers of the pyramid are said to surpass all modern comprehension. Now I got this little bit of information from hauntedrooms.com, so make sure to check them out. I'll make sure to go ahead and put the information on the link below. There have also been reports of people jumping to their death from the balconies that line the inside of the hotel. So for you guys that have been to the Luxor, if you go in and you look up to the top where the light shines up through the pyramid, you'll see the hotel has balconies, the entrance in and out of the hotel rooms kind of looks down upon the casino. People apparently from high up have jumped to their death, unfortunately. Some of these people have left no note or any reason for them doing such a thing. Now, that could be, of course, guys, one reason or the other, but that's still creepy. Also, and believe it or not, this is kind of creepy too, the Luxor is said to be built on a popular burial site that mobsters regularly use to bury their people that they buried after, you know, offing them, so to speak. Also, there is a famous Titanic exhibit. I believe it's no longer there. I think it went out about two, three years ago. But apparently, during the exhibit, workers there would see ghostly apparitions. Some of the artifacts would make noise or like clocks would go off or just strange sounds they would see throughout the exhibit. So that's definitely creepy. While we were traveling, we didn't see anything. But also on the balcony, when you walked in, they had a um, grand staircase. They would see figures moving up and down the staircase or looking down from the top. The side of the boat would moan like it would when it was at sea. Some fun little tidbits there about that. Another thing was the reason the hotel's curse is because of where the Sphinx is located. I've heard that rumor many a times that it's not facing towards the correct direction and that is deemed to be one of the reasons the hotel's cursed. When I was looking online, checking out some research for these things, I came across a couple stories from people that posted in the comments section. These stories were kind of fascinating. This particular room, one story that kind of caught my attention was this person said they were staying in a room with a group of friends one night and one of them woke up and saw somebody that they thought was one of their friends standing looking over another person in their room. When this person got up to ask what the person was doing, the person almost, like she said, reappeared on the other side of the hotel room like they were walking towards a balcony or out the window. Well, there's, it's straight down if you go out towards the window at the Luxor 
person got up, went to turn the light on, saw nothing. Went out, checked the hotel area outside the room, nothing. They said that no one had been in the room since it was locked late at night and uh, there was no sign of forced entry or anything like that. So when they told the attendant, they said that they have had some reports of other people claiming the same things, people being in their rooms and uh, just disappearing. So who knows, it could have been one of those workers that died during the construction of the property. Very creepy though. But hey, if you get a chance, check out the Luxor. It's an awesome little hotel and casino and don't let the ghost scare you. Our last hotel and casino we're going to talk about today it is Bally's. Now, for those of you who don't know, and we'll talk about this on a future episode, we know that the Bally's at one point was the old MGM Grand back in the 80s. Around that time, there was a fire, one of the most famous fires in Las Vegas that killed around 87 people that basically engulfed what is known now as the Jubilee Tower. While helicopters did rescue survivors from the roof, like I said, 87 of them did perish. When the property was sold and renamed Bally's, the tower that the fire took place in was still standing and of course was renamed. And guests throughout the times claimed to see unusual shadows in the hallways, hear strange noises, notice furniture mysteriously moving in their rooms, and many believe that is due to the spirits of their survivors. Some of you guys that are ghost enthusiasts and paranormal people out there know this to be one of the more haunted sites in Las Vegas. I'm not one of these people that totally believes that something that I don't understand is automatically a ghost, but you know, always are open to those things. So one person claims that in the middle of the night, they woke up and saw a figure of a woman walk towards the door in her room. She woke up, saw the figure kind of standing there. And then as she kind of got up startled, the woman walked and disappeared through the hotel. When she opened the door to look out in the hallway, there was nothing there. Another person claims that they were staying on the second floor and during their time stay in the room, there was furniture being moved in and around and their smoke alarm kept going off many times, even during the night for no apparent reason, even though there was no smoke. That one got me because of the fire and also the claims of the furniture moving. So those are two little stories and tidbits that people saying that they had experienced. From what I also have gathered reading some comments, it sounds like from the 17th floor on up of the Jubilee Tower is where a lot of the hauntings and paranormal activity take place. I know that some paranormal investigation shows have gone to it. As for me, I was out there for a convention. We were staying in the Jubilee Tower, me and my colleague at the time. And one evening, come back from a night out on the strip and went to go to get to bed. And as I kind of was going to turn off my lights and go to bed, I was hearing all this move, like people running down the hallways. I thought it was some kids or, you know, somebody was late for an early flight and they're just booking it down the hall. But it sounded like they were running away from my room towards the elevator. And then they were running back this way. And I kind of turned off the lights. I was watching TV and you could hear do, 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 do. And I was like, what is that? I kind of was just like, okay, that's kind of weird. It only was like probably like 20 seconds, but I didn't hear any doors slamming or doors closing. Not that I would, but I just kind of kept hearing just this running noise. So I went and looked out in the hallway, both directions, didn't hear anything. 
closed the door. We was just laying there watching TV real quick. Went to bed, didn't think anything of it. The next night, as I was going to bed, we were getting out for an early flight, so I turned in a little earlier. Same thing, heard the noises going up and down the hall. To this day, I still say it was probably some kids just playing out in the hallway. Like I said, I didn't hear any screams. It just sounded like people were running. Something to today's episode on. So again, guys, for the rest of this week, I am going to be sharing a couple more places on the strip that are haunted or claim to be haunted. Please make sure to check in every day and check out the episodes. That's it for today's episode. Talking Vegas all day with KA. Before you go, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time on Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. Hey, gang, what's up? And hey, happy Halloween. And welcome to Talking Vegas All Day with K.A. Glad you could spend Halloween with me. And today we're going to finish up our three-part series where we're talking about some of the haunted places on the Las Vegas Strip. So before we get started, make sure to hit that like button, click subscribe, and make sure to punch that notification button so you can get up-to-date information on when we drop new episodes. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started today. gang now first we got some really cool cool stories today i've selected two properties on the strip they're still standing today the first one today we'll want to talk about is the tropicana again one of the old original strip properties this place has had some odd events in its time when I went on hauntedrooms.com, there was a large wooden tiki mask that used to be in the entrance that used to greet visitors on some of the stuff. Rumor and lore is that it held a spirit within the mask. And the rumor goes that if you touched the mask, that you would break out in a horrible purple rash. And it happened to a lot of people, so many so that they took away the mask and the structure and stored it someplace within the property no one knows where it is also there was a thing during and after a time that if you took a picture in front of where it was or where it currently was at the time you might even see purple haze rising from either the mask or you might see a purple kind of haze fog around where the mask used to be so definitely kind of a creepy little story there. I couldn't imagine first day getting off the airplane, going in, seeing that cool thing, giving it a touch, and then having this rash on your hand the whole time you're in Vegas. They also have said other things as there's some ghostly apparitions, you know, the normal strange noises throughout the hotel, lights going on and off. Somebody on one of the comment sections had written that they had basically were sleeping and they woke up, their room was really steamy, like it was humid. And they felt something blowing warm air into their face and body. And when they got up, nothing was there. And the person apparently went downstairs and demanded to check out. I thought that was a wild little story there. That would freak me out for sure. But many times I've stayed at Tropicana, but I've never experienced anything. I could definitely see that though. There's been a lot of crazy things that have happened throughout the years and 
And of course, when we get to discussing the Tropicana on a future episode, because there's a lot of cool history with this property, we'll certainly touch in on some of the uh, unique and uh, crazy stories that were shared during that time. All right, moving on to our last property of the day. And that's the Mirage, believe it or not. This was built in, I believe, 89 was when it was completed. When the hotel was built, there was a rumor that the wall actually fell on some workers and killing them. And even though no one's working on the property and construction is no longer there, people believe that the ghost of these workers is still there today. Apparently, the bathroom right off the Terry Fator Theater is said to have spirit activity. If you happen to be around the area at late at night, rumor has it that the automatic faucets, the sensors just turn on and off in the bathroom by themselves. You can also hear people knocking on the walls, like trying to get out. So that's kind of creepy. And apparently there's a rumor that one of the cleaning ladies would always wear rosary beads because she just did not want to go back there by herself because of the spirits. That's kind of creepy as well. Almost to me, if you have rosary beads, almost sounds like a demonic presence. So something's definitely going on with that property. One of the stories I did find in the comments section, there wasn't a whole lot on this, but that story just about the knocks on the wall creeps me out because that would creep me out if I just heard these unearthly knocks. A person claimed that they were staying at the hotel and the light in the bathroom kept going on and off and everybody thought they were crazy that were staying in the room, but they kept swearing the light would go on and off in the middle of the night. Now, this was not the Terry Fator Theater bathroom. This was in their room, but that they would claim light would go on and off. I did see two other stories where people said they heard sounds of children running up and down the hallway, kind of like what I ex experienced the Bellagio, but when they opened up their rooms to either yell them or see what was going on, that there was no one in the hallway. So those are two interesting little stories. I don't know, man. The Mirage to me would probably have some sort of paranormal activity. It's starting to get dated. So a lot of things probably happened, even though it has no real mob ties. So yeah, those are the two hotels I picked today because I really thought they each had a really cool creepiness factor of what was going on there. But anyway, thanks for checking out our episode today. Happy Halloween. We hope you enjoyed this little fun series. I know it was fun for me to do some research on that. I did save a couple properties for next year, so I'm looking forward to bringing out a whole bunch of other little ghost stories on the strip. And again, I'm going to have those resources in the links below if you want to check them out. There's a lot of cool stuff you can always snoop around on the internet are these places haunted that i described who knows you know but definitely there's always questions out there are we alone with paranormal activity i do believe there is something out there but not everything that goes bump in the night is a ghost or a paranormal activity event but anyway, guys, happy Halloween. Make sure if you're going out today, trick-or-treating or celebrating the event that you're safe during these times. And uh, we wish you the most happiest of Halloween from all of us here at Talking Vegas All Day with KA. Make sure on your way out to click that like button. Leave a comment if you wish. Love to hear from you guys. And as always, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and we're on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Talking Vegas All Day with K.